get started. So um, we're going to do a review of yesterday's daf. What did we learn yesterday in daf Nun Hey? So we talked about uh, the importance of, of, of giving rebuke. So the story goes is that uh, Rav Yudha was sitting in front of Shmuel and there was a woman who came and complained to him and he was ignoring her. Shmuel was ignoring this woman. And uh, so the discussion uh, um, was is that uh, he reviewed this says, you know, that's, there's something big, it's a big problem. How come you're ignoring, uh, how come you're ignoring her? Um, you know, the Pasuk says in Mishle that if somebody who closes their ears from listening to complaints of somebody else, so um, then they're not uh, basically... Um, somebody close their ears, then, then Hashem, when he calls out, he's also going to close his ears from listening to him. So Shmuel says, it's not really my place. You know, the, um, you know I'm, I may be your Rebbe, but uh, there's somebody who's on top of me, and that's Marukva. He is the Avbezdin, and really he's the one where all these, um, where the responsibility lies. And he quotes a puzzle to that effect about Beis David, um, Dino Leboiker Mishpat, that basically they're they're the ones who are the one who is the the what the chief the chief justice the high court is the one that has the primary responsibility. Um, next we saw is um, Reb Zera said to Reb Simon, "Why don't you give Musar to the Rish Galusa when they're doing something wrong?" So he says, "But they're not going to listen." So he told him a whole thing that really, even though you believe that they're not going to listen, you need to give Musar. As the story goes, it's Rav Achabar Hanin, it says over that uh, the only time in history that Hashem changed from, from, a, from a positive uh, positive decree to a negative was because of this issue of not rebuking. And we went over the story is that Hashem told uh, the angel to go to the city um, and write the letter tough on the foreheads of the people who are complaining, who are really upset, who are groaning in pain with what's going on in uh, with all the sins, and write that t- uh, the tough on them that they should be saved, and uh, that would be written in ink, and uh, and this way the angel of the angel will not uh, come and attack them. And on the forehead of the Rishayim, it should be a letter tough made out of blood, so that the angels of death should come to attack. Um, so the what happened was is that the Midas Adin came and uh, said to them that, you know, uh, what are you doing? Uh, the Midas Adin said, um, you know, uh, what's the difference between these two people? These two people, why are you treating them differently? So Hashem said, what do you mean? This group is Sadiqim, this group is Rishayim. So he said, so the, the Midas Adin said back to Hashem. So he said, but don't, shouldn't they have rebuked the, the bad people? So Hashem said, yeah, but I know that the rebuke wouldn't have helped. So, he, so the Midas Adin said, yeah, you knew that they wouldn't help. But did they know that it wouldn't help? They can't know the future. They can't know whether it will work or not. And in the end, sure enough, um, all the leaders, the ones who are in a position, the, the judges, the Zikanim, did end up dying first. Even though they were perfectly righteous and they kept the Torah um, completely, 
and they were ended up becoming attacked by these uh, damaging angels, which is very, you know, we said the names of the angels, so you see how important it is. So that's the reason why you need to give rebuke regardless of whether you believe it's going to have the desired effect or not. Next thing we talked about is the question Gemara wanted to know is why the letter Tav? Out of all the letters in the Aleph base, where did you pick Tav that that should be the letter written on the forehead? So one shot we saw was uh, Rav. Uh, so he says that the word Tav is the word means, it's the beginning of the letter of the word Tachaye for the people who need to live. And it's the word for Tamos for the people who are going to die. It was written in ink, it means to Chayev. It was written in blood, it means to Tomos. Shmuel says is that the, the tough is to indicate Tomos Chosavos, that uh, the Chosavos is over. And Rabbi Yechon says, no, Tachuns Chosavos, that the Chosavos should, should rest, which means that Rabbi Yechon did not believe that the Chosavos was lost at that point. Rish Lakish says that the tough is the end of the signature of the Ben Shalom's name, as we learned that the Rabbani Shalom's signature is the word MS, <coughs> and that's where the letter Tuf comes. Shmuel Barach says that the Tuf is because they were the people who fulfilled the entire Torah from Aleph to Tuf, and that's what the Tuf was meaning. That was the meaning of the Tuf. Got us into this uh, other discussions. We noticed that between Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan, there was a machloka, seems. When whether the merit of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov is used was used up at that point in time, or not, so we asked the question. So we saw first opinion was Rav, Rav who says that it happened in the time of Hoshea ben Eri, brought a pasuk to that effect because it says Ishlo There's nobody who's going to save them. What does that mean? Even Avram Yitzchak Yaakov's merit will not help them. Okay, Shmuel says that it happened. In the time of Chazael, the king of Aram, because it says that 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 the entire life of Yoachas he was attacking, and then it says that Hashem had mercy on them, and he turned to them because of his covenant with Avram and Yaakov, and he didn't let them destroy them until then. So you see, until now, now is the last time that the merit of the Stuzavas will work was working. That is um, Shmuel's Shita. Um, Rav Yushub ben Levi says that it's from the time of Eliyahu and Navi, that was, which was a little bit earlier, um, because Eliyahu said that it also, today, meaning today is like the last chance that I'm going to be able to use this Chosavos to help. Um, Excuse me, Rabbi Yechanan also says a pshat, he says it happened in the time of Chizkiyot, because it says um, that Chizkiyot did not use the Chosavos. He says, um, he says, in other words, it's like a new reality that we cannot rely on Chosavos anymore. Okay, and that is the, those are all the various shitas. Next thing we talked about is Rav, ya, Rav Ami said an interesting memra. That nobody dies unless they have a sin, some sin in order to die. You can't die with sin free, and a person doesn't get yisurim unless he also did something wrong that deserves that he should get punished. It doesn't happen otherwise. Pasuk in quotes is a nefesh chatas hitamos, 
Okay, and uh, and 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 it, it's the one who sins. That's the one who dies. A son doesn't carry the sin of the father. The father doesn't carry the sin of the son. A person's righteousness stands for him, and a person's wickedness stands for him, and that's how it works. And that's true for death, life and death, and it's also true for suffering. Ein yisurim b'loy avon, as the pasuk says of kati b'shevet pisham, because of their pesha. That's why they get. I remember using my staff on them, hitting them. Of negayim, avoidim, and with negayim, you know, Hashem has different weaponry. Sometimes it's a staff, sometimes it's a, a nega, sometimes it's some other type of the disease or whatnot, and that is the that is Hashem's ways of punishing for the people who are guilty. That's the story. Now, yes. So I'll tell you how it works. There's a pasuk in the Torah that says, "Poked avon avos al banim, al banim al shileishim al That's what Hashem remembers the sins for his sons, grandchildren, and great grandchildren. Something like that. That's what the pasuk says. Now, what we what, what Chazal tell us what that really means is that the sons will have to pay for the father's sins only if they continue acting with the same sins as the father. But if they do not continue with the sins of the father, they rejected those sins, then they may not be punished for the sins of the father at all. Okay? And parents for the sins of the children, that's what, that's what he's saying over here too, that the parents never... Listen, if it's the parents' fault in what, how they raise their children, that they, then that is something that, that, that's, that, that accrues to them. But we say after a child reaches bar mitzvah, right? We say baruch sheptorani me'on shoshel zeh, which on the most simplest level is basically saying, "Kid, you're on your own. <laughs> I'm not up till now. It was my. It was all on me. Whatever I taught you, that was. And but if you behaved yourself or didn't behave yourself, it was my responsibility. From here on in, you're your own man, and what you do now is not going to affect me, but uh, directly." However, if it, 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 typically a father is in a position, or a parent is in a position to rebuke their child, if he is, then he has the responsibility to do so. Do you understand? And we already learned in the earlier part of the daf that that's a key thing. If you don't rebuke like you should, so then you're guilty for that. Not for the actual sin that they did, but for the having not rebuked them. You follow? No, we're not talking about a Ben Soromara. We're talking about any sins. Okay. Brings us to the next question. So basically, we saw the opinion of Ravami that every person dies because of his own Averis. Every person suffers because of his own sins. Now, question is, is that the story goes, the, the angels, we brought down that the Malachi Shari said before Hashem, why did you decree that the other Mauritians should die? So Hashem told the angels, says, what do you mean? I had an easy mitzvah, commanded him, don't eat from Netzadas, and he messed up. So there you go, that's what happens. You, you do the wrong thing, you've got you to pay for it. 
Aye, so they asked, but what about Moshe and Aaron? They kept the whole Torah, and they also died. So what I should say is that, yeah, but listen, you know, that's the, that's the way the cookie crumbles. No, that's, that, that's the breaks. Once Hashem created the idea that the people have to die, all people have to die, and that's what happens, even for a tzaddik. Sounds like that is not a tzaddik. Okay, there you go. So that's the idea. Um, so, so the so you see that even tzaddikim are dying not due to their sins. Kashan Ravami. So, what does the Gemara answer? That Ravami holds like the Abraisa. There's another Tana. The Shem Benelazar says that Moshe and Aaron actually did suffer because they died because of their sin, and he quoted a pasuk to the fact because it says Yan lo in the pasuk, and it says Ha Had they had proper faith then it wouldn't, they wouldn't have died. So they died because of a sin. So it was true that they sinned. Okay. Frag the Gemara, next question. I, there are four people that died, which basically means only because they did not sin themselves, only because it was decreed on man from the chet, from the chet of the Eitz that they have to, the man has to die, that's why they died. But otherwise, they would have never died, meaning on their own, on their own sins. And who are these four people? In history, Binyamin, the son of Yaakov, Amram, this, the father of Moshe, Yishai, the father of David, and Kilav, the son of David. And uh, all of them, it's only a tradition. We do not have sources. The only one that actually does have a source is Yishai, the father of David, because the Pasuk specifies an interesting thing. We're talking about, we mentioned that um, Avshalom, when he was rebelling against David, he needed a general, and he took Amasa to be his general, instead of Yoav. And Amasa was the son of Yisraeli and Avigail, who's the daughter of Nachash, who's the sister of Tzruya, who's the mother of Yoav. So in other words, their first cousins, Amasa, Amasa was the son of Avigail, who's the sister of Tzruya, who's the mother of Yoav. Yoav ben Tzruya. Now, um, but why do you say that Avigail is the daughter of Nachash? That's not whose father, her father's name was. The father's name was Yishai. The answer is, is, as the Pesach says, that the sisters of David were Tzruya and Avigail. So they were also, so they're also David's nephews. Anyway, so what does it mean? That the daughter of somebody who died, Nachash. They died, meaning the father, meaning Avigail's father, Yishai, he only died because of the sin Related to the snake, meaning related to the chait of Eitzadas. So now, who could this be the author of these four? If it's the Tan of the Malchesh Sharis from before, then this should be Moshe and Aaron also on the list. So it must be that it's going like Rabbi Shimon Lazar, okay, who said that Moshe and Aaron did do Averis. And yet, these people didn't do any Averis, and they still died without any sins on their own. And if that's true, then there must be Surin also without sins. And it must be that Ravami is disproven. And we said, you're right. Ravami is disproven. Maybe he's right most of the time that people who are dying, they're dying with their own sins. But there are those that die just because um, the Ityo Shalnachash, because death was decreed. And that's the end of the story. All right, brought us to the next thing. Reb Shmuel Bar Nachmeni said the name Reb Yonison that all, anyone who says Reuven sinned, is really only mistaken. And, um, and the reason why is that if you look at the Pasuk right after 
uh, in the same sentence where uh, where it says that what what uh, Reuven did wrong, it says right afterwards, "Vayu bnei Yaakov shnim Asar, to tell you that they're all equal as one, and not they didn't do the meaning that he did not do this avera. So why does it say the words "Vayishkav shaviv, that he slept with her? So it means that he moved the bed, which was considered in tantamount to having slept with her. Um, Reb Shem ben Elazar says that that uh, he, that tzaddik Reuven was saved from that avera, and he never actually did the avera. And the proof is because how could it be that his children will stand on har eval and uh, the declare aru shaycha v'meishes aviv, and the and 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 they'll say amen. And uh, this sin was actually happened to the Shevet Reuven cannot cannot be. So what does it mean by Yishkov is He was he was acting on he was caring for his mom. He was a very devoted son Reuven, and he was claiming his mother's um, shame, which was that he said he said that listen, my I understand that my mother had to share the being the wife being a co-wife with. Her sister Rachel, my aunt, but with what with the servant of Rachel, she should also have to share. That's not she should now be established as the primary wife. Um, um, so he moved the beds, and that was tantamount to having slept with her. Others say that he actually moved two beds, one of uh, the Shechina, and also the one of the father, and that's what uh, Shem, that's what uh, that's why. Yaakov rebuked uh, Reuven by saying, and that's why he's, um, that Yitzui means like Yitzui, means like uh, both beds were moved. Um, and uh, Rashi explains that Yaakov knew which tent to go to by seeing and perceiving where the Shechina is resting, and that's the room that he went to. And by Reuven messing that up, he moved the Shechina, and that was the problem. Okay, one of the, that was also the problem. It happens to be a machlokas tanoim whether or not Reuven actually did do the act or not. Pasuk says pachas kamayim al tosar. So the word pachas is a is a is a, in each letter of the word it refers to something. So according to um, Rabbi Eliezer, he acted hastily. Pazta, chavta, and zalta, and you denigrated, right? So you did the act. That's what it sounds like. Rabbi Yeshua says no. Pesat al das, you stepped on the on the on the pro, the law, you sinned and you were and you also zanisa you you acted immorally. Ram Gamliel says the, uh, that it's a positive pilata. You prayed, you you trembled, and your tefillah was accepted. Okay, and Ram Gamliel says that the so that the Rabbi the, the Rabbi Lazar is the is a, is necessary. To understand the word pachas, you have to flip the word. And what it means is, first you trembled, then you shook, and then the sin was left you. Meaning, he almost maybe did the act, but he held back and did not do the act. Okay? Uh, Rava, um, and others say it was Rabbi Yirmi says you remembered the, sin, the punishment for it, you were ill because of it, and you separated from sinning. So in the end, he did not sin. And then we mentioned that there were a number of others that also did not sin. Uh, there's a list: Reuven, Bnei Eli, Bnei Shmuel, David, and Shlomo, and and uh, and Yoshiyahu. It's not Yoash. You have to correct it to Yoshiyahu. 
So um, Shmuel Bar Nachmeni said near Rabbeinu said anyone who says the Bnei Eli sinned is mistaken, because it says the sons of Bnei Eli were Chafni and Pinchas, and it says Koyanim Lashem, and he holds like Rav that says that Pinchas didn't do the Avera. And, uh, and he also holds that we're comparing Pinchas and Chafni together, we're saying they're both the same. So just like Pinchas didn't do the Avera, so too Chafni didn't do the Avera. I, how does it say the words Yishkevonis Hanashim? They never was, never, such a thing never happened, but they, since they weren't, they didn't uh, bring their Karbanas that would permit them back to the, that, the Karbanas. Um, or the kinim, the, the kinim that the women brought, they brought it late, and the women were waiting to make sure that it was brought, so they didn't have relations with their husbands when they were permitted to their husbands, so therefore it was considered as if they slept with them. That was the issue. We saw that, uh, we quoted Rav as saying that Pinchas never did Avera. How do you know that? Because we saw the lineage of Achia ben Achitov, who's the brother of Ikabad, Ikavod, the son of Pinchas ben Eli. Uh, it was a Kain Hashem. Now, why would we give the Yichos to Pinchas if it wasn't, if he was, an, uh, if he was a sinner? Because anyone who does such Avera of HSH or any, that type of immorality, it, it, it says there's not going to be any respect given, and you're not going to have children who are going to be kahanim, okay, um, who will be able to bring karbanas. So it must be, Pinchas never actually did that vera. Aye, the Pasuk says, Hashem Yishkavun. Sounds like they both did that vera. No, it's singular, Yishkavun. Aye, it says, El Banai Kilotov Eli was upset at his children, because he heard bad things from them. So Nachbar Yitzchak says, no, it's really Bini, not Banai. Aye, what about Mavir? Rashi takes out the word of Mavir. This part, Rashi switches, but it's not a question. And uh, what about the fact that it says Bnei Blial? That one was the, uh, the Bnei Blial, so, so they did that. The answer is, because Pinchas didn't give rebuke to Chafni, that's why he was considered that he did the act also. Because he's also guilty by not having given the 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 Musa. And that is the where we left off yesterday. And we'll stop over here and get to today's stuff.